Welcome, boys, to a very special Formula One preseason review. Preview. Preview. <laughs> yeah, I was in there. Yeah. <laughs> more energy, more oomph. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special preview of the 2024 Formula One season. We've got a very special guest, Mark Bandanaman Danby in the studio. Number Great one. To be back, boys. Great to be back. Thanks well, for having me back. Number one ticket holder of Motorsport Republicans, think, Mark Danby. I think he has to be. <laughs> okay. And I think it's our first repeat guest we've had on. So congratulations, mate. Appreciate that. Yeah, big one. Yeah. Okay. And thanks for doing this. We're really excited. And you're a big Formula One fan. And you're obviously been around the paddock for years and years and years. So we're looking forward to your, for your insight. We'll get there. <laughs> Where do we start? We'll start with testing, I suppose. Absolutely. And then work our way through. Yeah. Uh, looked like a... Red Bull show once again. Danny, what did you think of it? Sorry, I thought you meant Dan. Sorry. Uh, look, uh, the three days, um, yeah, it started off a bit strange because you know, Max was straight out the box basically, um, doing a pretty quick time. Um, and then come third day, they were all sort of getting a, getting their race times in with, with long runs and stuff. Um, but the, it was the conditions too, like – the talk was is that day three the track was a bit slower than day two, uh, which can happen in the desert, or oddly enough. Um, so yeah, it's it's a hard one to read into. You can't take too much from it. Um, the times are pretty good from most of the top guys. Look, the Merck, uh, they seem to minus plus. They're not. They're still finding their way. Like this thing, these guys that are trying to catch the Red Bull, um, you know, they they they're going a different direction with some of their designs and stuff, but. You know, it's about hitting the ground running. You know, you got, you got uh, McLaren coming out saying that, um, you know, this track doesn't suit our car. Well, you know, if, if you're going to be challenging, you, you, need, you can't need to be working everywhere. Yeah, I think it was interesting, Lando Norris's comments over the weekend. I think a reporter asked him, are you where Ferrari's at? And he was bluntly saying he wasn't. Uh, I don't know if that's a media or it's yeah, sandbagging yeah, or yeah. any of those sort of things, but... I really thought they would hit the ground running this year. Is it McLaren? Mm. Well, they were talking it up. They were, I think they came out a while back saying they were going to challenge Red Bull. Yeah. Brave call, brave call, you know, to be talking like that. But um, look, if you look at the back end of last year, you know, Ferrari to me were the ones that were, were, were the closest. Um, yeah, look, they missed out in that second in the constructors, obviously for bad pit calls and all the rest of it there. Um, but they're, they're building, they're, you know, they're building. They, they seem to have a car that. That it's it seems to be clearly the second best. And look, from my point of view, look, this year is about which team of the of the chasing pack. This is Mercedes, um, Aston, Ferrari, McLaren. Which one of those guys is going to be the consistent challenger to Red Bull? Is in the, is looking at that second row because if we get if we're going to have a situation where one week it's Ferrari on the second row and then the next week it's McLaren and the next week it's a Mercedes. It, it, we're just going around in circles here with, with someone trying to challenge uh, the Red Bull, you know? Yeah, in the last pod we did, you said a very interesting thing which I've thought and thought a lot about is someone have, someone's got to take at least 10 wins off Max this year or 11 wins off Max, yeah, which well, you just don't see happening. Well, it's, I, when, when I spoke about that, I was basically saying that, you know, one guy, one team has to back one guy in. If you look at what's played out, well, Lewis is leaving. We'll get to him in a minute. And obviously, Sainz is leaving. So this is a clear chance, if if they're good enough, the other driver, to be that lead driver. And the team can say, well, okay, say for for an example, look, Sainz, you're not going to be around. Uh, we're, we're putting all our eggs in the clerk basket. So that means pit calls everything. You know, this is if the car's close enough. And that's, mm. that's what's going to take. Because we all know it's Max. Red Bull are back in Max of the Hilt today, tomorrow, yesterday, and the day after. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? And that's, that's the thing. You know, back to what you said, Tom, like 24 races, how, how, you know, 
how many is Max winning on a bad bad day? Mm. 10, 12? Well, that means you're asking one other driver to win the rest. To win the rest. One. One driver, not yeah. divvied it up. So yeah, they're going to take a lot of points off each other, which is a great point. Well, that was back to what I was saying earlier. If, if we're having this merry-go-round of teams that are sort of one minute it's Reb, um, Mercedes, then it's going to be Ferrari, then it's going to be M- McLaren, like mixing it up, that, that's not what we want. You know, we, the, to me, the goal this year, if, if this Red Bull, because they're all saying that they've got a bit, a bit up, their, up their sleeve with the, with, the, with the speed of the car, because even on the final day, like the, the talk was that you know, Max's, their engine wasn't up to you know, full, full revs and stuff, and, um, and the tyre deck that he was doing, he was deliberately staying in the 131s for 25 laps. He went something like from 137 down to 134 and then back up to, you know, was in two or three tenths. Mm. And to be that consistent on a high do- tyre deck track shows how great that tyre deck is. And the Ferrari has improved a lot with their tyre deck. That was their biggest issue last year. And they've taken off a bit of qualifying speed. So this is the other factor here. The Red Bull is about four tenths fast on one lap. Okay? So if that's the case, well, you might as well give 20 pole positions to Max Verstappen, right? Yeah. Um, but obviously the races are a little bit different. But this, this is the thing. Look, you know, with Ferrari, I'll get on to Ferrari straight away. Like, you know... Um, okay, the Lewis thing, we'll get to that in a minute with him going there and stuff next year, but that's next year. But, you know, the, all, all, all the friends, you know, some of my friends that I speak to, they're all jumping around trying to get a Red Bull designer, you know, someone from the Red Bull, you know, stable to come across and help the design team. To me, that's not what it's about. You need to pinch someone from their pit wall, mm. okay, because this is where it's at. This team is impregnable. Last year, every Grand Prix in the lead, they pitted from the lead. Like, that's risky stuff. You know, to, to, to give up the lead. Like, and they, they did it every single time. Um, and the one race that stands out was that Zandvoort race. If you remember, it started off... Uh, oh, yeah, a crazy dro- race. Right. Yep. Now, all these other guys, that was the day that Red Bull was supposed to lose. Mm. That was the one race last year they, they should have lost because it, the, the other teams had a chance to jump them. I'll probably put Vegas in that same category as well. Yeah, yeah but this... this mm. because, because Zandvoort was like... You know, you had four four guys, Lando, Lewis, uh, Russell, Perez was one, and then two Ferraris. They had a chance to get out uh, in front of Max on the tyres before he pitted, mm. but they were too worried about each other. Yeah, he just that race was so interesting because he just made the ch- right choice at the right time. And he even stayed but, out a little bit longer or came in a bit sh- sooner, Just yeah. to, and he was just... It was flawless in that race. But the other guys didn't, like, take advantage. They're too busy caught up in, like, well, if we're second, oh, if we do this, well, this goal will get second. I mean, yeah. in the Ferrari, when hello, it's about trying to win yeah, it. Yeah, it's trying to go first. It's trying to win. This, this is where it's it's skewed for me. These these teams are just second-guessing themselves. Mm. And so, again, I, I don't care how good these other cars are, that Red Bull pit wall is just, in, it's just an incredible operation. Um, the only one I can liken it to is probably the back in the Schumacher Ferrari days mm. there with Ross Braun. Yeah. You John, know, John Todd. Yeah, well, that, but mm. Braun, Braun just backed him in every time. No mm. matter what the conditions, no matter what the data was telling him, mate, I'm putting Shuey on this strategy yeah. and it's gonna, he's going to come He'll through. make it work. And this is what Red will do with Max, you know. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see there with, with the other drivers, like you said, Leclerc um, being the, the, the favoured driver there and maybe Russell. If Russell, you know, look, it's up to George this year to stamp himself in that team now. Now that Lewis is going, you know, he has to come out this year and make a statement. He just has to. Okay, he can't be, he can't be level pegging with Lewis this year if he's supposed to be the new Merck Messiah. If that's mm. the if that's the term, you know. Well, that's that's that's. You listen to Toto. That's what he's calling him. You know, George is going to be my new number one. But then they are Lewis, Lewis and eight. Oh, don't even go there. That just drives <laughs> me crazy. That that sort of stuff. And like the bookkeeper. Well, yeah, I think Toto Toto's left a bit wanting these last couple of years with his 
with his outbursts, as we've seen on, on, on different feeds and stuff. But, yeah, Russell, Ru- this is, Russell had a bad year last year, an average year, in by his own, by his own omission. Um, and, you know, if, if he's going to be this, this next big thing for Mercedes, he has to come out this year and, and, and stamp it out on the track. But the problem there is Lewis, Lewis is just going to be so relaxed. He's off to Ferrari, got this contract, and he's got a, a secure future. But he, so it, it won't bother him. Whereas it, it will get under George's skin if he's not beating him. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's where, he, that's where he's make or break. He's, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, with with the junior formula there, I think you were asking me, Tom, the other day. Like, so with the F two, this is where the real excitement is, boys. Like, you know, there's four guys in F two. So I'll give you the names. There's uh, Kimi Antonelli, which is this Mercedes kid, okay? Yeah, we spoke about him a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. I don't, we don't know a lot about him, so that's going to be a really interesting Well, if you do the math, year. he's 17, so his dad was a Kimi fan, so obviously conceived during the Kimi years, <laughs> right? That's why his name Kimi, okay? <laughs> so. um, but, you know, he skipped – he was F4 and he's come straight to F2. Mm. So he's not done F3. Um, Would you say the biggest excitement since Max? If I can't come, think of another well, one. No, look, this is what it's all about. Everyone is trying to find the next Max. Yeah. Okay? It's all about this next Max scenario, given what he did when he came in. And so this kid's got the label of so-called, you know, but to, 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 do, to carry that out, he has to come into F2 this year and dominate. Can and you imagine if Mercedes signed an 18-year-old, though? Look. It'd be unbelievable. I and I think that's what, and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, I think that's what's going to have to happen. They have to put a young kid in that car to, I just don't see it. You're not, you're not putting a rookie in a, in a works team. You'd you're have just, to do it for, just through the feeder team. Just, yeah, well, Max did that, didn't he? He went through well, Toro Rosso. Yeah, Toro Rosso. Lasted half a season. Right? But <laughs> you're, you know, in a, perfect, in a perfect world for that to happen, Tom, you'd have to have like George Russell win the championship, which takes the pressure off Mercedes. That's the North Pole, I call it. And at the other end of the pole, you'd have to have Kimi Antonelli coming in as a rookie and dominating the whole year. But you also have to look at it as, and we'll get into the yeah, yeah, season coming soon. But you also have to look at the twenty twenty five season being one of those in between yeah, seasons. Call it the in between the stopgap yeah, stop seasons gap. before the big rule changes. Yeah, rule change. Get him into the team, make him feel comfortable in the team, and then boom, big big car change for twenty twenty six. I reckon it's a good good spot. It's just I think the downside's too big. You know, you're asking a kid to come in and perform straight away, and just takes one or two crashes, and his confidence is shot. Um, mm. What's that's, that's the downside. Yeah, it can that's, ruin a career. That's, that's, that's right. It, it could be over before it begins. I'm yeah. not being negative, but um, I'm yet to see him do something, you know, genuine. I say genuine. Mm. He's, Formula 4 is a bit hard to gauge. You know, there's pretty average drivers going for that. But when you get into F3 and F2, and this is the other thing in F2, his teammate, so Premier is one of the better teams. It's probably the top two teams. Yep. So his, his teammate, Oliver Beerman, is actually the Ferrari reserve driver. There so he's, he's tipped... He's tipped to, he's actually doing three practice sessions in the Sauber this mm. year, FP1, okay? Um, so he's an F3 champion from two years ago. Uh, sorry, the year before last. And so the fact that he's coming up against him, this is Kimmy. So if he comes in straight away and starts pasting him, well, hello, this, this, then this you can say the you can deal. do the max comparisons, yeah. okay? But this Beeman kid's pretty good too. Mm. And Ferrari are looking to him for the future. So this is this, is this very interesting dynamic. Mm. Um and the other guy I've got there is, is Victor Martins. He's a French guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty quick too. Um, so there's three or four guys. The other one's Bortolotto is his name. He's from um, the Alonso Academy. Uh, and I say in the go-karting sort of. So Alonso's yep. backed him. But he's the F3 champ from last year. So these are the four or five names that 
are going to fight it out for the F2 championship, but it's just which, can one of them grab it by the horns and like dominate it? Like, mm. absolutely. Yeah, take it and run. Take it and, and run. And it's super hard to dominate that series because it got reverse well, grids the format, and all sorts so of stuff. Well said, Tom. Yeah. That's, that's the problem there. You're mm. getting these mixed results because one minute the guy who's 10th is the reverse pole winner yeah. for, the next, for the next race and stuff. But um, look, in, interesting in the player because this Lewis decision is obviously putting Merck on the back foot. Who do they get? To me, it's Alonso. Today, tomorrow, and yesterday. No that's way. the guy you Makes get. sense. That's the guy you get, okay? Just for a year? Well, this is the thing, James. Like, let's play it out. Let's say it's Kimi for in the Williams. I'll put Kimi in the Williams. It's Kimi Antonelli kid. Yep. He, he jumps in the Williams. Which is the likely scenario. Right? Put him in to replace Sergeant, right? In he goes. And you sign Alonso with his stopgap. Well, what if Fernando Alonso comes and wins the World Championship in that, in that Mercedes? Which isn't out of the realms of no, possibility. Well, look, no, well, of course not. But if, if he comes in and starts pasting George, I'm, I'm just throwing this up. What do you turn around and say thanks very much? See you later. You're 45 now, or no? no. You keep him on. But that's this, is, right. this is the this is the the double edged sword. You know, Toto talks. The bookkeeper <laughs> talks about going bold. Well, to me, the bold decision is to sign Alonso. Put, yeah, put your money where your mouth because is because is Mercedes Benz given the identity they are? Tom, are they mm. signing a 43 year old Formula One driver? Uh, is there still people behind the scenes that are still? Not happy with how he performed back in, you know, Look, that's 2007. Ago. That's, that's been a And money talks as well. If he, he'll probably be bringing money but, through but, sponsorships, but, but, but wins. Just, you know, he, again, he has to keep performing this year. If he drops off this year yeah. and all of a sudden Stroll's beating him, I'm not predicting this, but mm. th- these are these, you've got to look at the little things positives that can and negatives, you know, as to how, you know, th- what has to play out <clears throat> for this to actual th- to come to life. Mm. So. Yeah, it's it's all very juicy for this twenty five market, even though twenty four season hasn't started. Yeah. It's oh, such a racing shit. thing to happen. That's right. right. It's always the way. Well, yeah. it's the biggest thing. I mean, we'll go get on to Hamilton shortly, but Hamilton signing a year before, you know, race start is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah. Look, I'll talk in the all the years you've watched F one, have you seen someone sign a year before the next year? Um, no, I can't recall. Mm. Uh, no, uh, no, definitely no. not that. No, big there of was a name. when there was a co- the COVID year. I think. Sainz signed for Ferrari before the season started, so that was two years ago. Okay, I, that was, but that was that COVID year when they started racing in July. Yeah. So they announced him um, to replace Vettel, if you remember. So that was yeah. before the season started. I think they made that announcement. Um, but that was that's different circumstances, so so to speak. They had all this time up their sleeve because the COVID thing. The season didn't start until July, I think. So this announcement was like March, which should have been the start of the season, and. And at the same time, Ricciardo, who had just signed, he was halfway through a two-year Renault contract and um, signed to go to McLaren before he even started his second second year. Yes, correct. Yeah, and that was, that was another odd, like, he's just started one contract and he's already signed this They're other one. it for another one. So there was, a, there was a little bit of that going on. But, um, yeah, so we'll look. With Ferrari, look, I've got to commend them. Like, th- this is the old Ferrari. You know, this is what the old man used to do. You know, this this Elkin bloke that runs the whole show there, you know, he's been chasing Lewis for a long time. And and if you want to read between the lines, if you go back, if you remember when there was talk of Ricciardo getting that, that seat, yes. well, everybody wanted Ricciardo to get to replace Vettel to go up against the clerk. Well, this explains why that didn't happen because this guy was still chasing Lewis. You know, they knew Leclerc's a long-term... Uh, goal for for the, for their growth and stuff, but he was he was adamant he was going to get his man, mm. you know, and here he is. And I think 
from that side of it, I think Lewis is actually going to make – Leclerc's going to become the finish article now. This is the positive for him. This is how I see it. Like, mm. Leclerc is too emotional. I liken him to Montoya, if you remember one part yep. of Montoya. Yep. Heaps of talent, but just – just for, he's been there five years and he's still making silly yeah, mistakes. Yeah, in his own mm. head. Okay, yeah, but, so we talk about it every, yeah. every week. Yeah, but, but, uh, to, but to have a guy like Hamilton in the other car, he has, he's going to have to be sharp, mm. like yeah. every single minute. Yeah. Of the, and that's the I think is going to make him um, – and, that, and back to the, to the pit wall situation about stealing somebody from Red Bull because Leclerc's going to be way faster than Hamilton on one lap, okay? 100%. Like, I'll be surprised if Lewis out-qualifies him more than four or five times. Any more than that, I'll be, I'll be surprised, okay? Because Leclerc, he's fast. He's very on, fast He's very lap. fast, okay? But on Sundays, it's a different story. Mm. So this is how, how, how does Ferrari manage this? You're going to have one guy trotting off into the lead from pole or front row and, and maybe Lewis would be like second row, third row, suppose, you know, could be closer, but then, you know, you're going to favour the lead guy, but then Lewis is going to, oh, I've got tyres going to last another 10 laps. That's Don't right. pick me yet. So this is this conundrum. Mm. But, you know, we, and we've seen last year and the year before how they've stuffed it up over and over well, again with the, with the wrong driver. I'm saying I think they've screwed Leclerc over so many times, you know, for, to favour Saints for no reason. It didn't make any sense to me. But, um, but yeah, Ferrari, you know, they put the eggs in the basket here to get Lewis there. Um can he win his eighth title there? Look, they're getting close. They are getting close. But it's going to take more than a car. He'll bring experience. And the other thing, he's going to make them accountable. This is what I like about the decision. This is what I was, I, me and a friend were talking about this years ago. It's, it's, they need a champion to go there to make them accountable. Because at the moment, their mindset seems to be, well, the clerk, you're an inbred. We, we, you know, you've come from the junior category. That's right. And, and they're now saying this is a bit of a banana. You know, you just well, well I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Okay, you just. I've never rated him. Well, this, no, this, no, this, they just got rid of him. Just straight away. See you later, mate. You know, and that, he's not the number two they thought he was going to be. He can't even be a proper number two. You know, when you hear comments like "I'm under pressure, guys. I'm under pressure," and the other one he came out with was, uh, "Oh, I'm, he's intimidating me." You know, I mean, you're a fucking F1 driver, mate. Mm. Yeah, what do you expect? What, 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 you know, stay in the crybaby league if that's that's what you're going to be sucking about. So. Um, yeah, lots to look forward to for, from that side of it. But look, back to Red Bull and Max. I mean, you know, the, the thought of him winning another 15, 16 races this year, Tom, seriously. I think that's what's going to happen. It is. It, it looks that it's way. It's looking likely, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. G'day, guys. James here from Motorsport Republica. Uh, our brand new T-shirts have dropped. So we have Marquez. We've got Daniel Ricciardo. We've got Verstappen, Charles Leclerc in men and women. And a Gent Lawrence, Hunter Lawrence, double champs tee. Jump onto motorsportrepublica.com.au. Check out our new tees. We've got air freshener still on there. Go on our socials, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's all on there. Make sure to check it out. All your support means everything. Thanks, guys. What's your What's your thoughts on this whole Andretti situation? Because I thought that was a shoe in to get into the paddock. <sighs> Look, you got you got the president of the FIA there. Um, you know, he, sprout, he, he started sprouting last two years ago about getting two more teams into the sport and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, and then you get a, a, an entity like Andretti. I mean, it's a pretty big name, okay? The family tree is pretty successful, you know. The, the, so Michael Andretti, his father's Murray Andretti. You know, yeah. I, I don't need to go into this. You know, everyone knows his name. Come on, it's synonymous. Yeah, absolutely. One. But, but, Formula you know, he's, 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 well. he's, he's, yeah. he's won in Formula E. He's you know, they've dipped, they've dabbed in V8 supercars, you know, obviously the IndyCar and stuff, but, you know, they put together this, this you know, um, uh, submission. The, the fact that Chevrolet, or sorry, Cadillac, I apologise, Cadillac. Now, think about this. They had Cadillac as an engine. 
It doesn't get any bigger than this if you're an American. This, yeah. this is the thing. Like, you've got Liberty who own the sport and pushing this whole American thing to death, which we've seen three races now, Drive Survive and all these fan zones around the world make it all big experience yeah. and stuff. But it was never getting up. And, and the reason it was never getting up because a while back at the last Concord Agreement, they sat around the table and they decided the powers that be, and it's, it's 10 teams. And basically the pie, this is the size of the pie and no one's getting a piece of it. Mm. They said, okay, if uh, these are the rules of someone wants to come in, um, they've got to... They're going to put up $200 million. $200 million. Entry. Mm-hmm. Before your factory, before your drivers, before your mm. team personnel. you know, so Just they, to get a spot. Just to get a spot. So they, they come with this astronomical figure, knowing full well, well who, you know, who, who's really going to find up with $200 million, mm. right? Well, it's well, not a, business, a good business decision full well, stop. Exactly. But this mm. is why they made this like out of reach, so to speak. So, well, guess what? Someone did turn up with $200 million. And had a team, had a manufacturer, and was going to come and make this sport grow. Engine supplier as well. And this, uh, a we're not thing. just talking uh, uh, buying a, uh, a Ferrari engine or a, yeah. Uh, we're talking about a, yeah. an entity like Cadillac. Okay, so you know they're always getting knocked back, and it's just a joke. It's just a joke that you know we've only got twenty cars, and we need more teams. You know, we kept talking about drivers getting squeezed out and and stuff, but. Yeah, it's just it's just unfortunate. So the only way to get into this sport, it's a boys' club, and it's to buy an existing team, you know. And this is why either Huss will get sick of it one day and he will sell up, or if Alpine keep going the way they're going. But Alpine managed to get on this tier of um, of revenue with with the other teams because of their historical. That's revenue, right. Okay, because they were in Renault back in the seventies and stuff. But um, you know, it's it's the mind boggles. I'll say it again. You know. You've got Liberty who own this sport. They're pushing this big American thing for all the racing. This just would have made win-win for everybody. Come on. If you want your fan base to grow in your own backyard America, in America. Show a team in there. Just With a fucking Cadillac this engine. Is, and and the <laughs> fact, again, the fact that the FIA president was pushing this himself, it just goes to show that these these 10, these t- ten teams that sit around the table, they're just, it's, a, it's a closed shop. It's just a closed shop. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a mm. joke. It's always been a joke like that, but... You know, they move the goalposts. And what will happen now is, is that there's a new Concord Agreement coming up in a couple of years and they'll say, oh, no, the new entry fee is going to be 400 million. Yeah, it's just going to keep getting I'm making this up, but they'll, they'll you know, they, they actually got scared. Oh, my God, someone's actually going to do this. Yeah, someone's you know, fronting up. Oh, and we're going to vote it down. Because when it kept going to this delayed, of, oh, we're going to vote, you knew straight away, what's his vote stuff? Just here's, they've, they've, they've filled the criteria. Yeah, okay? that's right. So Get what's them the in. problem? And that's, that's, that's why they were so disappointed. Like the, the quotes coming out, Mario Andretti, like, just shock because they ticked all the boxes. Mm. Mm. So yeah, but that's that's just the politics of F one, really. Yeah, just too scared all the big teams. Look again, just quickly the Audi thing. So there's a guy there, the president supposed to be standing down. This is the guy that put in charge the one to on the F one project. But now there's some small talk, small talk that this Audi thing might not happen now. You know, so there you go. So you know, I mean, look, Toyota, Toyota's in it for ten years. They got Mike Gascoigne, who was a decent designer at the Ren- at the uh, Renault there yeah, back in the, in the t- sorry, sorry guys in the two thousands. Um, they ended up spending over one billion dollars in ten years, and they got like two podiums. So they threw the kitchen sink in the, at that budget and still never got. Still never succeeded. You know, this is so. What what are you really taking on here? But a manufacturer know? doesn't need to make money in, a, in F one for it to be a successful. No, you, you're right, project but, but the aim, the aim is is to come in. And win, and mm. and the difference with uh, this manufacturer mm. I'm talking about Audi is that 
they're successful in other series. Yeah. We've seen them in Le Mans, you know, rallying and all the other series. They're, they're a serious player. But are they going to come in and take on the might of Red Bull and Mercedes? That's and right. I'm not saying they can't, but it's, it's just a tall order. So it's a, big it's, a, it's, a, it's a big ask, you know, and then you've got to get the people and you've got to recruit from within. You've got to steal people from other teams to build your, build your base to, to get to where you want to get. So While also maintaining your level at the other competitions yeah. that you're racing in. Well, our, 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 they're no slouch. Audi's a serious player. That's what I'm come saying. Come on, they're, they're a serious player. But, I mean, I'd love, you know, I, they're going to come in obviously and um, I'd like, I hope they can make, make a play of it and, and get, get up there. It'd be, great to, it'd be great to see this, you know. But, yeah, but again, they're buying, they've bought an existing team. See? This is how they've got in the door. So as for Andretti, like I said, either Huss sells up one day or... Or Alpine. Or, well, again, yeah, that's a friend, yeah. That was maybe to chuck the talent. Who knows? But the Andretti thing is it's just, it's, just, it's a silly situation. It's just silly that it got played out and it was, it's, I think it's embarrassing for Formula 1. That's all I'll say about yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Mm, good yeah. call. So should we jump onto the top five predictions for this season, boys? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm in. Dan, will you start? Is anybody betting Max? It's hard to put it past him. Alonzo, what do you say? 19 drivers already know. <laughs> mm. 19 drivers already know they're not going to be world champion. Well, I suppose they're being realistic, aren't they? How, well, the mindset, though, to be a driver, like you're, so, you're a competitive beast, but you already know realistically, like if you're a George Russell, <laughs> does he realistically think he's going to win the world title this year? Put yourself in his shoes after you see what Max has done last year and then done in testing. Yeah, it's just hard. It's hard for all of them. Like they're already defeated before before it's even before started. Before they even start, sort of thing. And I think someone like Alonso, if he's come out and said that, he's been there though. He's at the mm. top of his game, and he mm. probably knew people thought that about him going in. Mm. So for him, I don't think it's a a case of being mentally beaten. He just game recognizes game. Yeah, well, so really, yeah, yeah, that's no, right, that's right. But that's, that's exactly like right. you said, James, someone like George Russell, yeah, he might be telling himself that, but he knows he's not going to Deep do down, it. deep down, definitely. I don't even think it's deep down. It's just mm. on the surface, mm. he'll tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it because that's what you have you know, to that's say. You, you can't have to not say. say that. And that, that's yeah. the funny thing about George. Like he, he, in his head, thought he was just walking into a winning car from, from the Williams, given the success Merck was having. He's, yeah. had, he's been that's unlucky. Right. He, he did those tough years at Williams, probably stayed at Williams one year yeah, too I many. So. And then he's right. come into the comp where the Mercedes isn't dominating well, just, like it was. Just, it's just... Yeah, um, it's unbelievable. But that's he's racing, got, though. But he's got a lift. That's the thing. He's yeah. got well, a, back to his immediate goal. He has to, His first priority is to... Put Lewis. Put, Lewis, put Lewis in his shadow. Yeah. I think I I predict a very good season for George Russell this year. Oh, it has to be. I, He's got I a lot of right. talent. I mean, we look at George Russell going up through the Williams. We look at I still remember that Charles Leclerc um, yeah. on in the Sauber finishing yeah, seventh. Right. Yep, although, yep. That many races, yep. like he's the raw talents there. The X factor is there. We talk about X factor a lot of the show, where science doesn't have the X yeah. factor. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. yes, yeah. he also, can win a race every now and then. Yes, he can have a good weekend, but pulling that lap out of their bag, pulling, you know, pitting and and getting that lead, the outlap, the inlap, all these little things are the most important things. So, Oh, wow, this is grouse. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, pretty it's good pretty stuff. crisp, it is, isn't it? Guys, yeah. That's really nice. That's thirst chat for you. I might join you in that, actually. <laughs> you, can get, oh, wow. you can get it from Woolworths, Coles. That's cool. Ampole as well. Okay. So, it's brilliant. Yeah, I picked one up on the other day on the way to Phillip Island. Oh, very good. Hey, yeah. beauty. Had to refresh myself. <laughs> well, I might continue with my top five because I've been working hard so on So we've this. all said that Max is... Oh, I think we all agree. Okay. I think that's... um. 
I have, unanimous. I have George Russell finishing second in the championship okay, this yeah. year. Mercedes don't look great in testing. And I think Hamilton came out and said some comments about very hard car to drive. But I've always said that Mercedes are going to have a big year. And I've said this from the start. You did say that last year too, yeah. Lewis Hamilton third. Yep. Going to be really tight. I think Charles fourth. And then I think Perez is going to round out the top five. Okay. That's, that's very cool. Interesting. What about Me? Uh, Perez second. Okay, just uh, it's, yep, it's just yep. gonna be a Red Bull domination. Well, some, some say it's some. The t- some are saying some of the journalists are saying it's in scary thought that this car could be more dominant than last year's car. Yeah, you know, and just the best way. What I'm looking for this weekend is how far behind is the second car going to finish? Yeah, and it ha- to, in, in, in my experience watching this sport, like it has to be somewhere between seven and ten seconds. To have a shot anywhere well, else. Well, to, to show that you've got a chance to improve as the year goes on. You've got yeah. development. They've all got development, okay? But anything more than 15 or 20 seconds you're losing by in a race. Danger signs on early. Well, you're, just, you're, you're behind the eight ball. You're, yeah. just, you're not making that You haven't up. come you're in just, good enough. You're just not making – I'm just using maths here. But I just, yeah. It's, it's got to be seven seconds, seven to ten seconds. This is without the safety car stuff and straight out race pace – Seven to ten seconds behind, give or take the push and stuff. But any, if it's more than fifteen or closer to twenty, you're just like because that's nearly a three quarters of a second a lap. Yeah, that's right. If you, if you do, if you aggregate out to it, you know. Um, so that's that's what I'm looking for for whoever. And I'm, if it's supposed to be for well, it's Ferrari. But um, but yeah, I think that's a good call, James. That's a good yeah, show. I don't see it changing. I reckon it's going to be closer than we think. What the you're actual, an eternal whole, optimist with all this? No, I think it's going to be closer than we think. I think the fight with with Ferrari, McLaren and Mercedes, and Mercedes yeah. is going to push them further closer than you think. So that's well, my prediction. Yeah, fair. Daniel? Don't say that. Daniel, or five? <laughs> oh, no, no, next Dan- James is still going. Yeah, no, he said this fight. He said Perez. Yeah, that's only his two, isn't it? <laughs> no, that was his fifth. Oh, that was the fifth. Sorry, man. No, that no, was, was the second. No, it was his second. That was sorry. my second. I'm yeah. Sorry, Verstappen, uh, Lando third. Oh, sorry. Yeah, my Charles fourth, Sainz fifth. Wow. Mercedes oh, wow. And I think the only reason I do think that is because I reckon, as I said previously, Hamilton's looked at what that Mercedes is. The early call. And it's such an early call that there has to be something terrifically wrong for him to then... Like obviously, Ferrari is such a big pull. Mm-hmm. But do I see a major change? I think, are, I think they're on the slide. Um, well, they've been on the slide for a couple of years. Well, that's just, right. It's just they're starting from the long run. And if their star driver doesn't, doesn't already have his heart in it... Wow. Doesn't mean well, this goes back to the George thing. George has to step up and carry this. Yeah. This, this thing and I, I think if we're going to do six, I would have put Russell six, but that's going to be my top five. But, and the, but my, my, it's going to be another Red Bull domination. It's all about who will be third. Yeah. Well, they won 20 of 22. Hang on. 20, 21, 21 of 22. 22. And, and what, what's really changed in the cars? No, so, so they can go them more perfect, is what you're, you're sort of. I'm, I think I'm with you there. Yeah. I, th- I think Ferrari can grab some races, I think. Um, but, again, we just have to wait and see how dominant this car is. They're all saying it's dominant, mm. but how dominant, mm. okay? But And this looks back to that thing. Like, the fact that they went on a different design path and they've gone to this, uh, the zero pod. The zero so pod. It's, it's quite funny. <laughs> so what Merck has abandoned, they've, they've taken up. on. And, and, again, this is a team that takes risks. They've, they basically said, if we had just made an evolution of our own car, it would have been sitting ducks for everyone else to catch us. That's right. So they've gone into this different direction. They've got to move the goalposts. Well, they have. That's but Adrian Newey, though. He's such a yeah. He's a br- amazing he's brilliant. Well, yeah. The thing I noticed in testing time, which was quite funny, at the Red Bull launch, you saw the car, you know, the covers off, and you got the halo. 
and you've got the, the headrest inside, mm. okay? And when everyone saw the back of the red one, they saw the, the funnel shoots at the back behind the um, airbox. <clears throat> That's what looked like the Mercedes, okay? But in testing, the two head, the headrests either side that open up, they actually vents. They go through yeah. those channel, channel, channel the air to cool the engine. And this is why everyone's saying it's leaning towards this zero pod sort of concept. Mm. But to see them coming down the straight and testing, you see the, um, <clears throat> the onboard looking back at the driver's helmet, you see these two massive holes mm. either side. And you're thinking, how can anybody else have never thought of this? Yeah, like, that's right. it, it, These are these... Something so simple. It just, it, well, it, when you see when it, you, you think go, of it. Well, of course that goes down the... Like, it's just... It is, Daniel. This is a funny thing. <laughs> like, it's so simple. But yet, why isn't anybody else... Why does it take so long? For someone... Not to not to do it first. Yeah, you know? That's right. Okay, so my top he's only top five, no? No, not yet. Sorry, go on. Um Sorry. yeah, Max, Charles, um, Perez, Lando, and that's close. And then you can't rule him out. Um fucking Hamilton, Hamilton to, <laughs> he's to got round a buddy. it out. Your buddy. <laughs> yeah. You got it written, bruh. Yeah. I said you got it written. No, I don't have it up on the wrong uh, tab. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I think that's and like I said, third and Third and fourth between Lando and, and Perez will be take it as you will. I think I think I'll go with you. I think that's my five. I think I think can't put Lewis out of that five. You can't because um, he can bring a car home that's not performing. And we've seen it before. That's the thing. That's what you got to count on for him. Um, we call him the cockroach. Mm. Yeah, well, never dies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And yeah. so like uh, we look back at those two Hungaring amazing pitting early and you know being thirty five seconds behind with fifteen laps to go and then catching the leader that sort of thing. Like he's amazing at that. They've it's all his strongest. Had that, mate, they've yeah, had that streak, mate. Yeah. This bloke had that streak too, don't mm. There was races this guy won where you think, how did he do that? Had no right Qualifying lap after That's what the greats do, though. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. They never say die. That's, that's exactly yeah, right. never you can't up. count them out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I've got Max. I've, I reckon I'll put Charles second. I think the Ferrari's <clears> looking like the car. I think I'll put maybe Lewis third and then toss up between Perez and... Um, uh, I can't pick Russell or Sainz, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll put Alonso in there. There you go. Ooh. Oh, I like it. <laughs> okay, secure that Merck seat for twenty-five. Finishing look, in the top look, five. Oh, I have it, to. Yeah, it's just look. The, back to this Alonso thing. The fact that this guy is 42, 43 and still producing like he is, um, it's making a mockery of the, the talent that's not coming through. Okay, that's one side of look, looking, one way of looking at it. But just the fact that this guy is just so relentless, and this has oh. been his thing. You know, he's just mm. he's that's just, all he knows is racing in so many different forms. Yeah, mm. you can't yeah. keep him out of it. No, you know, and it, I could be wrong, but I heard some quote the other day. He said, "Oh, I could race till fifty. I can race till I'm fifty or four hundred. Mm. You know, like it's just it's a mental thing. So yeah. he's still so fit, and um, he's so quick. He's so quick. Um, boys, let's go through team by team. Yep. I think I okay. want to talk. Each team, and let's talk about their chances for the 2024 season. Let's start where I think is probably going to finish last. Is probably going to be Haas. Um, seemed in testing, they really just really were on the long runs, struggling again with tire degradation. That's been their problems well, for the you, last you few look, years. You look at the off season there. You know the fact that they got rid of Steiner. Mm. Um, you know um, what was that really about? Like, you know the guy runs a good operation. Steiner knew what he was doing, so obviously something going on there with Gene Haas, but. I just see it as that, you know, Gene Huss is someone who's he's got a ticket to the table. Um, they all get money from FOM, you know, to participate. You know, they get paid out. And he just doesn't put he doesn't want to put his hands in his pocket any more mm. than he's already doing. He, yeah. just to, he just wants to. This is the budget. Make it work. You know, that's that's his mantra. It always has been. Um, 
Whereas Steiner was saying, mate, we need a bigger factory, we need to build more resources, more sort of... Um, and the fact that they've replaced him with a technical, you know, director um, sort of tells you, well, you know, that's that's just their operation. You know, I'm not knocking this technical director by any stretch, but, yeah, they, they're, yeah. they're just happy to be running around. But they're, like, do you really want to be just doing that? Yeah, but... Like, doesn't mean... I'm not saying you have to win, but, like... Look at two great drivers, two really experienced drivers. Yeah, they're not going to some yeah, paid you, driver. If you're, no, you're right, tipping you're that right. much money into it, like, wouldn't you like, at least have a bit more of a crack? I hear you, James. I, you know... And obviously money is such a big thing. I get mm. it, but... Yeah, but right. this, so, so they're all getting a slice of the pie, right? But Gene Haas doesn't want to put money that's going to his pocket. Sorry, the money that's going into his pocket. Sorry about that. The money yeah. that's going into his pocket into the as much as you should or wants more to invest into it to, to bring it up. Mm. He's just happy with what, what's going on. He's, he, he's trying to squeeze more out of the orange. Yeah. Okay? That's that's his that's his way of it. But the other team is going behind them. Alpine has just fallen in a hole. Time. Yeah. We'll get to Alpine. Sorry. We'll get Sorry. to Alpine. Um... So I think second last this year is going to look like Sauber. I'm telling you, it's Alpine. Okay, it's Alpine, mate. They are just in. A, they're in a mess. Yeah, they're in a world of hell, and that's what happens when you employ too many French. <laughs> um, yeah, well said. Well said. <laughs> Unless it's endurance racing, but that'll be in a whole other topic, Daniel. <laughs> three and a half hours. <laughs> those, three, those three will take it in turns between them. Stake is it Staker? Well, Stake F1. Stake, Stake, Stake. There's a lot of different um, names for different teams. At lime, the what, what a shit color! Was it lime green? Oh, I, don't I, don't what is going I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You like it, it? Da- Daniel? It, it, it's all right. I'm all, for, I'm all for fluoro, but I think that's a bit much. I love fluoro more than anybody. Oh, yeah, but that's true. Car, <laughs> I'm not so sure. I don't mind it. It's and different. I think, yeah, as you said before, um, has to be Alpine. Um, just they seem like they have the resources. They resources. They have a, two really good drivers. It's just never been able to click. They were trying to get this um, engine parity going because they're the ones with the worst engine. Mm. Okay, yeah. and they're obviously a single entity. They've got no a second team to yeah. do development with the engine, but that fell over. The other team said, "Nah, deal with what you got." And then they just seem to sort of shrug their shoulders. They're like, "Okay, this is what we're doing." Yeah, and there's got to be as an arrogance there, and there has been for years in that, in that pit box. 100%. And I think they needed they need a full overhaul um, going into 2026. Who knows what's going to happen? Because that Renault boss doesn't seem to like he wants to be in F1, where there's a bit of a well, tug of war. Well, I think this comes back to why they renamed it because it's less embarrassing. It's Alpine, mm. which is an old thing in the 70s there, but if it was Renault, it'd be more embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So they can yeah, hide behind this. Saying. They can yeah. hide behind this this image of a, a of a name that's yeah doesn't reflect on them as badly. Yeah, so it's kind of not. It's almost like they were setting this up to fail. Let's let's rename it Alpine because we're not point. putting any more money in. So mm. when it looks goes to the shit, it's not on us. Yeah, they are. No, it's like a nothing team at the moment, aren't they? Mm. Uh, then fifth, sixth, and seventh for me is probably <laughs> the most exciting part of the next year. It's gonna or this year, I should say. Williams, Racing Bull, and then you got Aston Martin. They seem like they're gonna be the midfield pack. Racing Bull seemed like they had some pace, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the talk was there. Their car was pretty there. good. And my and I want to go around the room today and talk about our surprise of the year. My surprise of the year is probably going to be a Daniel Ricciardo podium. That's a big call. That's a big call, you know, not out of the realm, not out of the realm. Yeah. But, you know, look, wet races, conditions, fluff piss off. The, the, we yeah. always get this one race every year that turns on its head. And last year was that one at Zandvoort, but no one took advantage of it. But, like, that's what we need. You just need to be close enough on the day yeah. and the luck will fall your way. Well, you, you, know, if you, at, make um, it, you make yeah, it work. Monza and these throws. Yeah, there's, yeah, another, there's another one. Two years mm. in a row. And then for me, McLaren, Mercedes, Ferrari, they're going to be the second, third, and fourth. Yeah, team. take your pick. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. But that's for me, that second to seventh is so exciting. And I think take Max out of it, guys. It's going to be a good season to watch. Look, same yeah. as last year. Yeah. This is the thing. Everyone says it was the best car. Was it the best car? It was what he was doing in that car. 
this is the thing. It wasn't the best car by as by the what the, the results show. Like yes, they won twenty one of twenty two, but they didn't get a whole of a lot of one twos. Well, Perez just Perez. Like, again again he jumped again. out of the bolts. Uh, yeah, jumped out of the gates pretty quickly. Perez every year happens. Yeah, he'll he'll win one of the early races. Max will have bad luck. Like last year, set Jeddah, he'd missed Q two. Yeah. yeah, so he started fifteenth and came second, but couldn't pass Perez. All of a sudden, Perez is going to be. Yeah, yeah. It happens it's every year. He'll win two early races. <laughs> Max has a bad luck and Perez is getting talked up as a champion challenger and then blink, three races later, he's 50 points behind. Yeah, that's right. See you <laughs> later. Just, it's, it's just par for the course there. So, Yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that middle field pack. pack. And watch, when you start looking at the personalities and watching the sport more, I think that becomes more exciting. And I think when you watch your Drive to Survive series that we joke about yeah, on the yeah. pod quite a lot, that's the interesting part for me, not who wins the race. But a lot yeah. of people who watch it on a casual occasion, all they care about is who's going to win the race. Yeah. And, like, obviously, you know, the other Aussie, Piastri, we haven't spoke about him yet. Um, you know, look, he had that year off, which didn't help him. Um, came back. Um, you know, he had a solid year last year. Um, Great year last year. Yeah, I yeah, thought he did. Solid, yeah. solid is the word, you know. Um, can, you know, he won, a, he won a sprint race. You know, well, no, we don't count those, but, you know, it's still... Still have to do it. Still have yeah. to do it, you know, and took advantage. Took it, this yep. is one of those days. He had some good qualifying sessions as well, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty, came good, pretty but, good pace over one lap. But, you know... Um, well, there's lots of scenarios we talked about, um, I think, going out in Zandvoort for the first time, that Liam Lawson. You know, yeah, well, that's right. His first lap yeah. that he completed was, like, half wet, half dry. These these young guys come into these tracks, and I just don't know how they do it. Like, Piastri going to a lot of tracks yeah. he's never well, been that's before. Right. That's right. And then out qualifying Lando. Like, it's, yeah. it's insane. Like, But that's plus, what they got to do. you got to throw them in the deep end and see if they sink or swim. Yeah. This is what it's about, James. That's exactly what it's about. Well, that you goes know? back to my Kimi Antonelli comment. Yeah. It was yeah. just getting him into the deep end. They did it to Max um, yeah, to a certain yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, the kids. He's got. If, so think about it, you're going from F4 to F2 to F1. But it's different back now. They, I know, they do like, do that. A, but you're going to like one of the top three yeah, teams. Yeah, the, the like, team. Yeah, and it's been it's done in different sports. Not the hard part about different they, sports, but, but it has been they, done. They, these these big conglomerates like Ferrari and uh, Red Bull and Mercedes, they, they don't take those sort of risks. They're not. There's just too much money involved. Too much. There's too it, much on the line. There's too much yeah, on the line. I get that. Because yeah. you, the risk fun. is you, you're burning. You, you could. They could. You could. Like you said earlier, they could, you could kill their career before it even starts. Yeah, that's right. Why would you, you want know? to crush them for? Yeah, Kimi Räikkönen. He had something like 34 open wheel races mm. before F1. 34. It's not. Or in the 30. That's yeah, not the was, exact yeah. number. But and Max Mosey at the time said, "Okay, I'll grant you a super license for four races." Now, if he had a crash in any one of those first four races, see you later. See you later, mate. But on debut in Melbourne in the Sauber, it was flying, absolutely flying. That's why you know, he kept his—he just kept his cool. Yeah. He didn't get ahead of himself, and that's the whole thing. There's that little bit of emotion. There's a little bit ahead of yourself, and he's chucking up turn one, taking out three leaders. Yeah. Back in the day, Mika Hakkinen, in one of his early years there, there was this funny race at the German Grand Prix. Um, had the start it was the Hockenheim Ring, and um, he's Great come job. up the inside. <laughs> he just forgot to brake, and he took out about ten cars. Right. You should YouTube this. It's quite funny because um, during the they had to do a restart because all these cars were crashing. You used spare cars back then, but all the drivers that weren't racing were taken out. Were getting interviewed by Louise Goodman, who used to be the, the Ted Kravis at the time in the pits. <laughs> and each one of them, oh Johnny, what happened? He goes, oh you know, good good start. And all of a sudden, Mika Hacken has come up the inside of me and didn't even look. You know, oh that's terrible. Next guy, oh yeah, I got it. Oh, then Mika Hacken, and yeah, and they would every driver. You know, he was just he was on the crucifix. Well, he got banned for two races. 
you know, he'd been in the sport a couple of years, three years, but that was just something a bit silly. And yeah, he ended up becoming fart. a great driver, don't oh, get me yeah. wrong. But, but this is what I'm talking about. Something, a rookie thing like that from a rookie, the question we ask, well, why is he in there? It's not, oh, I will let him off the hook. This, this is, it's, it's, it will be embarrassing. It will mm. be embarrassing for, mm. for, you know, the powers of being in, in the top line team to, you know. Yeah, they've still got a reputation to hold. I just don't see. Mm. I mean, I'd love for it to happen, but if if, if it, this is the thing, if he comes in F two and dominates F two and wins with a leg in the air, and yeah, you know, reverse grid, and he's starting tenth and wins from tenth. Yeah, well, hello, it's a no brainer. Toto's going to be very tempted to go. Well, shit, I might just put him straight in. He's that good. Mm. But I'm saying to you guys, that's that's the level he would have to perform, perform at. at yeah. Make no mistakes. And I just want to make one comment about Max Verstappen. People people uh, gloss over this a lot, but if you remember in 2018, he he was he was getting into a lot of incidents with drivers, okay? Yes. Um, and Kimmy he was in denial. In yeah, but, but no, at the start at the start yeah. of the year, there was the back end of seventeen, start of eighteen, and it was all these incidents. He was happening again, and he was in denial the whole time. Nah, never admitted fault. Never admitted fault. And then what happened was, it got to Monaco and he hit the barrier in qualifying. That's when him and Ricky Hardy were dicing for the pole, okay? Yep. But the worst the 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 worst thing happened for the rest of the sport was the best happened to him. He had all his mistakes at once. So in, the, in a series of five or six races. What was supposed to happen over the course of 18 months for a rookie to learn, it all happened in one cluster. And that was the dangerous thing because now he's like, ah, now I get it. And when he hit that wall and Monaco in qualifying, that was his fault. All these accidents he was having, he kept blaming the other driver. Everyone else. No, nah, no, nah, because he was defending like double moving. This is what he was doing. He was getting bad yeah, reputation for it, right? But the second he hit that wall in qualifying and put himself out of the running, that's it. He never made another mistake after that. And ironically, Ricciardo never won another race at Red Bull. He won Monaco Grand Prix, was which it. was the fifth race, and end of the year was out of the team. You know, but you wouldn't you wouldn't have picked that. You wouldn't have picked that Maxis would have just come over the top like he did. But it was a scary thing. He just he, he had all these mistakes happen in, in one cluster, in one hit. You know, because these rookies, as we see, and we see it in motorbikes as well, guys. You know, they have a fall. The rookies come in, made a GP, I'm switching sports a little bit, but they, they have a couple of crashes during the year, but this is how they've got to learn to mm. get to that level, don't they? You yeah, know? they find a limit almost. Yeah, that's exactly right. Nail so, on the head. Yeah, I just want to make that point about Max. But mm. people talk about Max, but that you forget there was this period there where he had, he had all his fuck-ups all at once, mm. okay? And the last one was on him, and that's when he the penny dropped and he goes, because yeah, before that was all denial. Nah, nah. It was just never, you know, it was, it was so, I'm not going to say it was arrogant, but it was just so... Um, Self-belief, the self-belief that he had, he was just like, nah, I'm not backing down. This is my stance. This is my stance. And that served him well during the 21 championship. Oh, that's right. Of and, course. And Formula One, it always takes... The, the, Formula One drivers have to walk before they can run. And that's with uh, Verstappen yeah, or yeah. Schumacher. Um, Hamilton was close to obviously winning um, David, really yeah. early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with realistically, with most drivers, it takes quite a few years before... Before it clicks. Schumacher is the biggest example of it. People forget he didn't always race for Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's James from Motorsport Republica. Just want to give a shout out to HJC Australia. They have a brand new helmet coming out, the R for 12. Make sure you head down to your local dealer to check it out. It's got uh, max defogging, four intakes, three exhaust vents. It comes with four different shell sizes and five different liners. It's got lift force and drag force reduced, optimized air ventilation. This helmet is an awesome new street helmet. Make sure you check it out. Go to hjc.com, 
go to your local dealer and you better grab yours today. Well, crazy debut, crazy debut. He had the shoe. Um, so the, the whole, you know, the story about um, the treasurer's. Um, actually, that was a, a Bertrand Gasho, French driver. He did a pepper spray to a policeman in England, <laughs> and so they put him in jail. And this is how Schumacher got the driver Jordan. Um, and Eddie Jordan's ringing up Billy Webber. He goes, "Oh, you know." I need to test your guy. And he came down to Silverstone. They were using the short track. And he was just on it straight away. You know? And J.D. Jordan could not believe. And then the very next race was at Spa. And he rang up Willie Webb. He goes, oh, has he driven at Spa? He lived close to Spa. Kirpin is not far from the German border on the Spa side there, uh, Belgium side. He'd never driven Spa. But Willie Webber bullshitted yeah, that he, he goes, did. Oh, yeah, all the time. And then on debut, he qualified seventh in a Jordan. And he was behind the six great drivers. That was um, Mansell... Prost, Senna, Berger, um, Patrese and someone else. Oh, my, yeah, but th- he qualified behind all those guys and then there was a sensation. It was just a, a – here's his kid. He was 21 and the other guy on the Jordan was nowhere. Chichesius was his name. He'd been driving forever. Mr. Conde Crashius because he crashed a lot. <laughs> like crash low. Um, but the best thing that happened to him, he did his clutch going up a Rouge. Oh, yeah. Because he'd done enough on debut and the next race he was in the Benetton. Yeah. Very yeah. nice race. Yeah, yeah. I, what I find really fascinating about that yeah. stat is a year later he comes back on the Benetton and when his first race. That's that's a very and it was Benetton's yes, first yes, win. Yes, yes. Um, I don't I don't know if we're sure if it was his first, their first win ever, but obviously in oh, a long for about time. About four years. Yeah. Four, so yeah, eighty nine they'd won Suzuka. Actually. That always stuck yeah. in my head that he's raced all the tracks, comes back to the track where he started and he wins. So and it's, that, just, it's funny you say that because that's also the track he won his seventh, yeah. like his fourth championship, and then the seventh. The seventh championship, mm. you know. So, but you know, you talk about crazy debuts. That's he's one. Senna was one. Hamilton, you know, mm. Alonso, mm. Yep. Um, you know, Kimi's another one. Um, and obviously, more recently, you know, we talk about Max, you know. And so, um, you know, the clerk, like you said, in the Sauber, you know, coming in the way he did. Um, I think people don't have to. Uh, they got to underestimate that season. Like he was amazing in that car. He mm. was, and I think his You're teammate, right. I think it was Ericsson. Ericsson was like 18th. Yeah, it was nowhere. Every race, like. That shows real class. And like you look at the even George Russell and the Williams. He yeah. was doing amazing yeah. amazing things in that car. Yeah. yeah for a few years there. Good. And probably stayed there one year too long. But Yeah, look, but that's the thing. Bottas was doing the job that they wanted Bottas to do. And yeah. again, while while they were winning, and this is when they were winning. This mm. is the whole thing. You know, and so with the Hamilton thing, um, you know, well, are we really surprised he's gone to Ferrari? Well me and my my friends aren't surprised because it was always gonna take uh, I call it North Pole, South Pole. So it was going to take Merck to go south and Freo to come north. Okay, Freo are not winning, but then they're nearly there. They're closer too. But this guy hasn't won for two years. I'd so think about him. it. You know, he hasn't won a race for two years and hasn't looked like winning a race. Okay, there's a couple of maybe close ones of Merck fucked up last year there. Um, but like, you know, this is why this happened. You mm. know, everyone's like, well, yeah, he was never going to go there while they were a laughing stock and he's racking up three or four championships in a row, why, why would you leave a winning Yeah, But right. this, this is why this has happened. It's not that realm, you know. Again, North Pole, South Pole, one, this, the, one or two things had to happen and they both happened. Him not winning um, and, and that change. And Ferrari getting closer. And getting close. And I think, I think, was he always going there? I think I think he was. I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that this guy was always going to, he, he made a, he had a quote about five years ago, so I'm, I'm doing a painting, I'm not finished yet. This is talking about his own career. And I thought, well, what is he really saying here? Like he's, he's got this picture in his head about how he wants his journey to be 
and this is the last last chapter of it. And look, whether he wins or not, I don't think he really cares. I mean, that's the aim, but I don't think he's going there with this pressure to deliver. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think he's just going there to – he's going to enjoy himself. He's not going to drive around for league in there. Of course he's going to be trying, but yeah. if, he, if it doesn't happen, he's not going to be kicking himself. No, that's you know? right. He's, he's, he's already a great. If he, brings, if he brings Ferrari back to the promised lands, how would that affect his legacy? And we've spoken about this, but Look, I'd like to no, get your nobody, thoughts on that. Nobody has won three world championships for three different teams. Okay? Three world championships for three different teams. It hasn't happened. So he'd be the first. Yeah. Okay? So it's not about the eighth, which is a new record, mm. but to win three championships for three different teams, and especially in this modern era. I didn't era. know that, to be honest. Okay? Yeah. Especially in, this, in, the, in the modern era. In the modern era. Okay? It's just insane. At 40. At 41. Okay? Would it put him as number one? Of course. Yeah. But, then, but then I'll paint another picture. If Alonso wins... If Alonso goes to Mercedes and wins the world championship 20 years after he won his last one, come on. That gets me excited. All right? Yeah. Come on. Mm. What's more likely? Well, of course what's more likely, but then it's also likely that in five or six years' time, Max goes to Ferrari and wins his ninth or tenth championship. <laughs> okay? So how do you want to play it? Like, mm. we're, we're, we're talking what ifs here, but yeah, it's just what the immediate ifs. future is Hamilton in this Ferrari. Okay? Can he do it? Yeah. Is a good, I think he's a good chance. But Leclerc's not going to be make. There's no easy... It's yeah, no he's not number one. But Lewis knows what he's up against and Leclerc knows what he's up against. And I'll say and it again. I, I actually think this will help Leclerc. So I, I actually... In my heart of hearts, I think Leclerc will win the championship well, before it's, Lewis. It's true. Iron sharpens iron. I always say it. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that qualifying speed that Leclerc's got that... How, how Ferrari deal with this on the pit wall when on the Sundays, which Lewis will have a more rounded thing. It's all about the the, the tyre whispering. Is is the last phase? <coughs> excuse me. That's the last phase of these these drivers these days. It's, it's managing these tyres, and Max can do it. Lewis can do it. Um, a couple of the others can do it. But these younger Lando can do it. You know. But yeah. that's this is the last last phase of of of, of your armour caliper and your armour, so to speak. That. To, to go through a stint and still have those tyres in good shape for the last five laps mm. before you swap. Because mm. Well, you same, saw that with Lando versus Piastri. Yeah, experience. that's right. Again, rookie. Yeah. See? This is a, a thing. Yeah. This is a thing. And George, George burns his tyres a lot. You know, he, he's, he, mm. he, he's, he's big on tyre deck, you know, so he's still yet to master that. So, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's that last thing there. But look, Lewis, what a, what a romantic story. You know, going to Ferrari at 40... Yeah, it's exciting for the sport. Look, it is. All it the is. greats have driven there too. Yeah, correct. Well, I, I find interesting that he's waited. He's he's seen his rival, Vettel, come and go there. No success. Uh, obviously, a lot of stint there. Mm. Um, so he's seen two of his closest rivals go there sense, and, and and look, step back and say, "Well, okay, this is, didn't work for them, but the timing's right for him." And I kept going back to this Elkin bloke. Like, they've been friends for quite a few years, and I'm I'm doing some rest. I've got some people in the in, in the talk of the minute trying to find out exactly where this all began because I'm I'm more curious as to this friendship that they've had and where it all began for them too because clearly this this you know this, this like I said for not not to not to sign Ricciardo which everyone was thought was the obvious choice yeah um, against Leclerc this tells you back then that they were chasing they were, they were he, playing he, the long he game. Just kept, he just kept knocking on his door and the offer was more and more and then finally got his man. He finally got his man and, and good on him. Mm. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, I touched on this earlier, but what's your, what's your surprise going to be for the year? What's your underrated fact? 
I suppose um, that we haven't talked about already. Look, surprise for me would be, um, you know, if 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 the McLaren is that third or fourth car and somehow Lando manages to drag it up to a win. Okay, okay. Lando. Because I I think he's to me Lando's the one in the waiting. Okay, you talk about this next crop. He's better than Russell. This is this is my two bobs. He's better than Russell. He's better than Sainz. Is he better than Leclerc? I'm, you know, maybe not as fast as him, but you know, Red Bull have tried their hardest to get him over and over. Yeah, and, and look, surprisingly, he's come out and said, "I'm staying at McLaren. This is my future." He said this last week. He know. signed for two years, hasn't he? Three or four, three mm. or four, I think. He's there, he's there for a long time. Mm. Um, so he's believing in them, backing them in. Mm. Um, but I just think he's he's the obvious choice with Max step aside from Red Bull. That's the seat that he gets, you know. And, um, yeah, he, he's put in some special drives over the last two or three years that have gone, I'm not going to say unnoticed, but, yeah, he's, he's done things with that car that you sort of go, well, I do. And some of my people in, in the know that I know, they say, wow, he's, that's, he's punching above his weight there off that car. So a surprise for me would be a car that's the third or fourth best, which I think it is the McLaren, and somehow he finds a way to, to bring it to the top, top step. step. And that might take a little bit of luck. But we're talking about mixed conditions here and stuff like that. So, yeah, surprise. Yeah, I and mean, even even Piastri, I'm not ruling him out either, you know. That's um, what mine was. Yeah. A race win? Piastri for a race win. A proper race win. Yeah. Proper race win, yeah. yeah, not a sprint. James? <laughs> mine was actually Lando. Uh, yeah, no, no, say, we'll say your reasons. Go on. Well, uh, mine, mine is, is two. My surprise will be, this is going to be very specific, but... Let's just go there. Uh, Red Bull to have a mechanical of a of a stop in mechanical and spa. It's going to be the race of the oh, year okay. and yep. Lando to win. And now I'm going to ask you guys afterwards what's going to be your race of the year. But get you, get Tom, go to yours first. Your surprise. surprise. No, my surprise well, of the year was Ricardo. Oh, you said that. Sorry, yeah. Pony. So, you said yeah. that. You said uh, that. Race of the year, uh, Vegas again. Vegas again. Look, they've done a good job with that track, trying to make it like an oval, which is what the Americans love. You know, <laughs> or long straightaways. Well, that's that's what they love. You know, I reckon passing, they did an amazing, amazing no, I agree, job. Agree, they yeah. really did. Agreed. We all agreed on that. Yeah, agree. You know, we we got a last lap pass at the last corner for second position, which was Leclerc. Yeah. Passing Perez there. Perez was a bit asleep. It's not the point. <laughs> How did that happen, by yeah, the way? But, but the point is, it happened. It's <laughs> just the, walked the inside. Track, yeah. yeah, but the track was set up for that. That's yeah. this, this what. That's why you got to commend the track that they made to make it exciting, even though one guy. Was up the road. There was those first 15, 20 laps were just mm. hammer and tong. They're all going, you know. Unfortunately, Lando crashed out there, if you remember, but um, that sort of jumbled the order up a bit. But yeah. I always like the Austria race because um, I, I, you know, the passing that happens up the top of the hill and then down the hill. So that's they one don't of have my the chicane, do they? No, oh, no that's Christ. just no. But um, no, I'd wreck yeah. the track for MotoGP. That yeah, I, I, I always look forward to the Austrian one as as a race. It's a short lap, nine corners or something, but there's there seems to be always something at play there. But all those short old tracks are always awesome. You look at Sao Paulo as well. Like they're mm. Yeah, yeah. That's the big go-kart track. And it's, yeah, and it's it no is. coincidence they select those for the sprint races. Yeah. That's no coincidence. Because mm. they know there's gonna get they're gonna get definite passing. Yeah. Definite definite passing. It's it's staged or rigged, not rigged's not the word, but like contrived. You know, because they know this track is conducive to passing with, yeah. with the first gear hairpin or corner or something. So yeah, this is why they they, they make sure the sprint races are gonna be the exciting ones. Where you're going to get heaps of passing. Hence, the Lewis one, what started 20th, then got to 10th, and then won. Just touching on that, there's actually a new sprint race format for going to it's this year. That time they changed that. That's much so. Go I'm I'm just right. We're talking on a fly here because I just wanted to touch on that before you um before you started. So 
You start with your race of the year first, Daniel. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those another special ones at Monza. Ooh, to be oh, honest, I love it. Romantic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. Ferrari win. Why not? No, I think that's where you might find Lando or Oscar take their win. Don't they have a pretty good top speed though, Ferrari? Was that? Did they have top good top speed last year? They did, but they've lost a bit of it this year, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah touched on it earlier. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be like you touched on that, those two years in a row where it was, you know, thrown up a wacky result. I think it'll uh, it'll come back to there. I but like yeah, I'll, I'll tip like it. McLaren around there. All right, nice. Yeah, that'll be my race. So sprint shootout will move from Saturday to Friday, which I really like. So you're going to have a Friday practice one. You'll have a sprint shootout. Then on Saturday morning, you'll have the sprint, so which will be early for us on a Saturday night. Okay, that's good. Be like nice. a six PM, yeah, I think, awesome. yeah. for that the European good. rounds. Then you'll have qualifying for the race on Saturday yeah, after yeah, the sprint. It's, it's funny now, now that you say it like that. I mean, I did read this when it came out. Mm. It's how simple! That's this is how, yeah. this is how it should have been. Yeah, how like, it should have been. Fa- fancy having a what we have a sprint race on a Friday or qualify on a Friday. It just made no sense. Yeah, mm. but the grid was determined two days before. Yeah, and you have they this wanted thing in it between. to be like Saturday, a Saturday day, like for it all to happen on the one day. But this is, is but that's so the way. Simpler. Yeah, that's, it is. That's the best better. way to that, do it. That yeah. is the way. What you just said, Tom. So so that's super exciting. I think that adds a little other dynamic for that. I mean, for us, Saturday night, six o'clock, get home from work, couple and then, of frosts. And then what, so we're watching a race <laughs> you know and then a couple of hours later, watch a qualifying. So yeah. sprint races this good. year, the calendar has been announced six, as well. Six. There's six races, so two new locations. Right. So the Chinese Grand Prix will be the start of the sprint race and that's okay. going to be in that's the middle. Shanghai. Shanghai, great track. Um, track. Excited to get back there actually. Mm. Good battle Not for personally, would be excited to get back there, but happy for <laughs> F1 to be there. Yeah. Um, Miami from the 3rd to the 5th, which I'm yeah. not huge happy about because I think the Americans love that sprint style format. They so. have to add one of the... If- they, yeah. got two, they, got, they have to have They got them. two. They got it in Austin as to. well. They have to. Spielberg, as you touched on, Sao Paulo, and then um, Qatar, which Qatar, at the end of the season, yeah. I like that now with Qatar. So I think it's the second last race. So Yeah, they've yes. twinned it. I think they've twinned it with them. Yeah, so it makes sense because you've got the, you know, you've got your Middle Eastern tracks, you've got your European. Well, they bought just on the calendar there. So they bought Japan forward, straight yep. up to Australia, which is a good idea. Yep. Um, yeah, because when, when you see that, globe thing when it goes you see that yeah, no, spins yeah. around you think, and there's supposed to be net hell? zero and stuff. was it japan after australia yep oh, no it's, i think yes it is and then it's china yes yeah, so we've got bahrain okay. this weekend when then we've got saudi arabia the week after yep. two both week, saturday races tom both saturday races yep. we touched on that last week um then australia japan china miami uh amelia with? romano which is um well, that'll be the Imola, 30, that's going to be Imola. the 30 year anniversary of Eaton Center. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Monaco, Canada, Spain. So that's interesting. They go to Monaco, then they go to Canada, and then they come back to uh, Catalonia, which wow. is. Wow. And then what happened? When's the, when's the Baku one? Uh, then you got Austria, uh, Silverstone, Hungary, Belgium, uh, the Dutch Grand Prix, Monza, and then Azerbaijan's after Monza now. And then, wow. you, go, and then you go into Singapore. United States, Mexico, Brazil, Vegas, Qatar, Abu Dhabi. When you read it like it's that, too long. How it's crazy too, look, is it? Look, it's too many. Races. It's too many. It's just too many. Okay. Like there's fifty two. There's fifty two weeks of the year, and there's twenty four. Like every it's second too week, many. it's crazy. It's it is saturated. a lot of races. It, it's just saturating it. I mean, look, you're going to get people out there. That Money talks, so damn. I that's get mean. that. I get, but look, you know, got to catch them while they can. We've seen these last couple of years, like when you've got someone dominating. It doesn't help you when get, someone's dominating, well, though. Of course not, but I'm just making the point that 
when someone's dominating and we've still got eight races to go and he's already 150 points in the lead and you're thinking, <laughs> oh, you know, unless you get some good racing, look yeah, forward to something. Seconds. But I, I just – That's it's a problem too with the sprint race though. They also get points from that. So then it – Yeah. You know, if it's you're someone's dominating, increasing. if someone's dominating it, it lengthens the gap even yeah. more. So I just think it's too it's just too many. Mm. It's twenty twenty two, I think, is probably the max. So mm. but look, uh, just one other thing guys want to mention about Steiner. He's gonna be working for RTL this year. Um and he's also gonna be working for Channel Ten at the F one. Oh, okay. Awesome. So he'll be here at the Australian Grand Prix. Uh, RTL, you say? Yeah, the German RTL, the German. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so he'll be following around the paddock. Yeah, I, yeah. I noticed yeah. he was going to be at the Adelaide Motorsport yeah, Festival. Yeah, as well. And he was also doing a night, I think, at the Exhibition yeah, Centre in Melbourne, yeah, yeah. which would be pretty yeah. cool. So it's good that he's not lost um, yeah. to, to the sport in, oh, in a sense. He's always going to be a He's bit, too big now. Too yeah, big. that's right. From, from His personality. But he, look, he's a good operator. You know, people have to see this. These people, just, these drivers divide. They think he's just a goof. People. They yeah. just, you know, because yeah. he swears and all this stuff like... He does not it's, fork smash my mm-hmm. doll. Yeah, ah, but shit. like the guy is a good operator. He always has been. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he should, he should, some other team should pick him up really to, to yeah. be the helm or something like that. But he just... Uh, um, we're not going to comment on what's happening with Christian Horta because it's just a massive beat up in the media, which is... Yeah, yeah, of course so I don't want to comment yep, on that. But yep. but I think that there would be a... That'd be a great man sitting in the <laughs> sitting in the stands going, oh, pick me, pick me. Yeah, so yeah, anything yeah. happens there. But we'll wait and see what happens. Um, well, thanks, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a that was an F one preview for the year. We we're really excited. We're going to be capturing, hopefully, some listeners over the next next what is it thirty five weeks of the season. So very excited. Looking forward to it. Yeah, bring Jump it on. on board. Bring yeah. it on. See you, boys. Thanks. All good. Cheers. Thanks.